I mean, right, crap. Is, is everyone ready? Because I already hit the recording button. Sure. All right. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Kyron. I'll be your host today on The Infinite Agenda. And joining us today, we have... Go ahead, Sage. Go ahead guys. Okay, keep going. I'm Steel. I, it's just Sage. <laughs> it's just Sage. All right, we got Sage. Sage We're going to at the same time if you don't call us out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Sage. We got Steel. And we have... Go for it. Ledge. <laughs> it cut out right as you said it. Ledge. Oh, no. All right. Ledge. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I actually, on the fly, I just kind of decided to do this right now. Um, each one of you, uh, starting with Sage, then Steel, then Ledge, say what your favorite fandom is. What's that? Like, universe? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. Go ahead, Sage. So I start with, okay. Well, yeah. my favorite has to be Naruto. Yeah. I figured. Steel. Um, now, good I luck mean, picking a better it, one. No, <laughs> it, it changes all the time. Right now, it's Naruto for me because I just finished the anime. Yes. But yes. it'd be a different answer on a different day. That's fair. Ledge? All right. In risk of sounding like a hype beast, I'm going to say Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, well, I'm oh, going to be the odd one I out. I, yeah, I always am the odd one out. Uh, Star Wars. Specifically, uh, hey, it's me. Specifically, the books, um, which not most people have read. The Legends. Oh, hipster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's me. The hipster. About. Say what? I'll oh, give him a rundown. Okay, so the Infinite Agenda is a name that I pulled out of nowhere, um, but it really is kind of accurate because we're about a whole lot of different things. There's no real bounds on what we talk about, but our main bread and butter has to do with the fandom universes of like Naruto, Star Wars, My Hero Academia, stuff like that. We do things like pitting a character, a fictional character versus a character and seeing how that would do, how we think they would do. We do theoretical situations like what if this had happened instead, for instance, what if Anakin hadn't turned dark side? Um, and then we have some other ideas that we're still fleshing out, but those are going to be our bread and butter on this podcast. So our first topic today is presented to us by Sage. Yes. So, and I have it's sponsored us... by Raid Shadow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, okay. That dude, if you had Hello. done that under like under the table the whole time and never told us about it, and actually it's just oh, like pocketed okay. the money, yeah, that'd be great. So for <laughs> us today, I have a versus, which we haven't which heard is yet. Going to be Todoroki from My Hero Academia versus Black Panther from MCU. Ooh. Okay. So, um. So if someone I'm, else is going to start the, on who they think would win. I'm not the most experienced for Todoroki, but as the host, I'll give a quick rundown for people who don't know him. He's a character from My Hero Academia who has the ability to control flames and fire as well as the ability to control ice. And Black Panther, if you don't know him, you need to get out from under that rock. <laughs> I mean, just to summarize, Black Panther has uh, powers that are somewhat reminiscent of Captain America in that he's faster and stronger than a normal person. Um, Also, his suit is basically impenetrable, it seems like. Well, we know know Vibranium is fire-resistant. How much proof have we had that it's Cold resistant. I mean, cold resistant. Ice though, it's not even cold, but like ice spheres. Well, we know it's well, been frozen. It, yes, it was frozen with Cap, and it came out fine in that situation. But is Todoroki's ice colder or no? Um, uh, we don't know how cold Todoroki's ice is. 
I don't I think, think it's, it's a regular ice temperature. Yeah, hmm. I think it's more like the force of the attacks rather than exactly how cold it'll be. It's not like liquid nitrogen. Um, but does Todoroki have anything that can break past his suit? Uh, yeah, but it's who wins, not who dies. So That's true. theoretically, he could just if he can somehow trap him. If he if he can. All right, here's a question: Could he completely encapsulate Black Panther in ice? That is he can move he really yeah. fast with that ice attack. Because right now, that's the only way we see him technically winning, right? Uh, yeah. I would say yes. A similar move to what he did with Saro in the sports festival tournament. Yeah. Okay, um, so if his ice can't pierce the suit, and right. it's already flame resistant, that means that is truly his only way to win. Yeah, and Todoroki's not the type who would go for a kill anyway. No. He'd be trying to well, yeah. just suppress him. Which is right. a side note. Unless specified otherwise, all these fights are taking place in the final tuning exams arena, so that would be a good like visual for where they're fighting. And if you don't know what that looks like, it's basically a, what, 200 a feet diameter large... circle? Yeah, pole. Yeah. With like, <laughs> it's like a cylinder. With like 50 foot really high walls tight. all around. It's got like yeah. a few trees on one side, but it's mostly open area. Yes. Yeah, mostly just grass. We're also um, running off of the assumption that these characters will be fighting within the realm of their morals as well, their personalities. So if they wouldn't kill someone normally in real life, then they wouldn't have that kind of urge in this. Yes. Okay. Um, I tend to think that the terrain would actually be a little bit of an advantage for Todoroki. Mm, good because point. No verticality for as, Black Panther. Yeah, as far True. as I can tell, Black Panther doesn't have a lot of options with which to destroy his ice once he deploys it. And he could kind of just fill up the arena with ice, Good if point. not hey, stop before. Sorry, let me run it through in my head. So you have the Black Panther. He can charge a suit for explosions or whatever you call them, outbursts. It's like kinetic but energy. Ice wouldn't do that. The flames would. As soon as Todoroki realized the flames won't hurt him, and he charges like one of the bursts, whatever, he wouldn't use the flames anymore. It's better with his ice anyway. That. So, yeah, he's just going to switch to using only ice. Well, Todoroki is also very agile with his abilities. Mm-hmm. Point. So at that point, Black Panther's ability to destroy the ice is gone. I mean, he, he can destroy small chunks. Like he gets like his arm like covered in ice. Like I'm sure he could break that yeah. off easily. Yeah. But I'm talking about large portions of ice he can't destroy anymore. And if he tried to get the drop on Todoroki, again, Todoroki has quite decent agility with his abilities. His reflexes yes. are very good. They're not yeah. as good as Black. Black Panther's pretty much max reflexes anyway. But That's fair. His probably do edge out Todoroki's. I am. Black Panther's movement Todoroki's is up there with like, Spider-Man's, which is insane. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, Todoroki's Although... pretty stationary. I mean, he moves, but like I don't, like, I don't know. His powers don't base off movement very much. Ledge, what's well, your input? That's what I was about to ask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I don't think, I think that Todoroki would completely encompass him in ice. Hmm. Think so. And there's nothing much that he can do, as far as I'm aware, from like the movie standpoint of Black Panther. Yeah, I don't think okay, so. so. The ice kind of grows from Todoroki, not like directly, but like from his feet. But it has to start there. He can't create it far away, right? Right. Uh, I've never seen it. Himself. He all. Oh yeah, he starts from himself. So let's say he doesn't one of those outburst moments. What is it against? Uh, was it Sarah? Where he's Sarah. mad? Yeah. Okay, so. That's pretty fast. Like uh, Black Panther is fast, but to dodge that is basically theoretically impossible at that point. Especially so I, I think because be we saw target. that, we saw how much ice he can create in that moment. I don't know. Black Panther might not. With that move specifically, I don't think Black Panther could get 
Does anyone have any other opinions on that that they'd like to offer? I don't. I think that pretty no, much sums up how we think the fight would go. I mean, unless we're including the 10 seconds in the comic where Black Panther had the Infinity Gauntlet on, <laughs> I think this is going to... I think not that's win. a fair yeah, we, we definitely decided beforehand to leave comics out of this. Yeah. <laughs> They're a little bit ridiculous. All right, let's oh, say close Lord. range, right? First, mm-hmm. either the fight starts like 10 feet away from each other. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Black Panther's fast, but usually he has to build up speed. Good point. And um, it's been proven in My Hero that Todoroki's close-range ice work, such as when he yeah. fought Ida in the finals tournament, was um, oh. like it flows down oh, his yeah. opponent. So <laughs> then he can also still get an advantage. Yeah, because he grows it from himself, even if Black Panther got close enough or like grabbed him, whatever, whatever you do, I don't know, if he got close enough, he could just expand it from himself, basically. Yeah. And keep him off. I think so. Alright, so everybody's on Todoroki then, yeah? We'll put it to a vote real quick. Um, I vote Todoroki. Yes. I also vote Todoroki. Ledge? Todoroki. Alright, so as a vote, unanimous vote, 4-0, Todoroki would beat Black Panther. And if you guys have comments why Black Panther would win or have a chance, please lay them out. Or if you have an idea for a different arena that we should use or an arena in which Black Panther would win, be my guest. Yes. All right. So, um, my topic is a little bit more broad. It's not as uh, not as easy to answer, to be honest. Um, what kind of magic would you use if you could choose anything, and how? How like how would you use it? So any type of magic. Uh, yeah, within the realm. Well, I wouldn't say within the realm of believability because it's magic. Um, yeah. Pretty much anything. Now, if you say something that's like absolutely ridiculous, we'll just shoot you down and tell you you're stupid. But um, yeah. I, th- you know, I didn't think I had you're an stupid. answer. To this. <laughs> no, I didn't think I had an answer to this, but I actually just thought of this. All so, right, so someone else prob- go before Steel. Go ahead then. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. All right. Um, probably like alchemy, like from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. I, is that even magic? That's literally. It- but it's literally it is, alchemy. Like, alchemy is its own <laughs> thing. Alchemy's always been a fusion of magic and science. I think it counts. Sure. <laughs> I believe it counts. <laughs> um, but it's just, it's very versatile in that world, and I've always found it really cool. Um, part of that may come from the fact that I would love to literally step into that universe if I could. Um, Automail, for instance, is extremely cool to me. That's called um, Yahoo. K- Kyron, I think you're the only one in this... Uh, podcast who's familiar with that fandom but wait surely wait sage and ledge you haven't seen i've tried to get them to watch it no i watched like two but i don't know i couldn't get attached to it that's because you watched like two (laughs) i found your problem we it's got to reel me in quick come on naruto good luck okay i watched seven episode one he's already folding people really (laughs) (laughs) what kind of lawn chair i've seen the plastic ones that do not fold uh. <laughs> okay, mean. I'm gonna put out one of the powers. This is I just kind of thought this would be cool. Um, right. Not necessarily my first choice because it would probably be like teleportation or time. Ooh. But this would Ooh. be my my go-to would actually be kind of like a, a rewind ability of you have three different measurements, either five seconds, thirty seconds, or like an hour. And so if you mess huh. up something, 
you can just rewind it, you know, as many times as you want until you get it right. Literally or like, like a video game save function. Like auto boss. save. It's like yeah. you literally deck them. And <laughs> <laughs> Are you like, okay, Sage? From me. Is Whoa. there something you want to talk about? <laughs> Feels like it came from yes, a I personal place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, quick caveat to uh, the question. It can either be something you would use in real life or something you wouldn't. Because typically when you people are like, what kind of power would you use? People are like, oh, teleportation or time control because, you know, flight. that'd be helpful in real life. Yeah, yeah teleportation. Like so this so can weird. be like, imagine you're in a fantasy world. Just something you think you would have fun using. Oh, man. I almost right? want to change my answer to teleportation now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, realistically, We all know that's teleportation would be easy. We wouldn't have to do this also... podcast states away. It could be in the same room. Flight would be more yeah. fun, like super speed, and flight would be more fun, oh, though. Speed. That's the problem, because you have, let, yes, I could teleport to my friends that live really far away, but I, I could also fly to them. I mean, it's, it's, hopefully I don't hit, like, hit a bird, but like, that's why you, you want immortality enough, with it. <laughs> short teleporting jumps at a time, you could basically be flying. I have I have one. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't my first pick. I think Sage knows what my first exactly. pick would be, but I can't say that for different reasons. Um, not anything weird, but it's, it's a combination. If you don't clarify, it's gonna weird. <laughs> it's not weird. Oh, it's not. Yeah, thank it's just, you. No one would get it. Yeah. Um, so it's a combination of useful in real life and would be, in like, cool to use in fantasy. So it would be the ability to control the element of water, but the included in that would be the ability to breathe underwater, which is something I've always wanted to be able to do. Like I've I've only been scuba diving once and snuba diving once, but that was so much fun. And I like when I have those dreams where I can breathe underwater, awesome. But in the fantasy world, I could create tidal waves, I could create a hurricane. I mean, if you've ever read Percy Jackson, like how he controls it would be kind of how I imagine it. Literally creates like hurricanes to fight people. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd cool. be because there's a lot of wild stuff in the depths of the ocean. That I know, right? Like a terrifying, but also insane. yes. That's why like, if you control the water, you can just protect yourself. Okay, so in combination, yeah. there's uh, night vision, so you can see in the depth. There's uh, your body's extremely strong because you have to withstand the pressure of the ocean, and you can breathe underwater. So yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. So you would be a mantis shrimp. I would be Aquaman. Ledge. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Ledge. Uh, um, <laughs> can I have, can I get a sharing gun? Can you get sharing oh, gun? Is that magic? Well, which that count? I guess that's kind of magic. All right, for those who can, don't know, do explain. You guys, are you guys going to force me to do one ability of the sharing gun and not all of them? Specifically uh, yes. No, wait, the one that disables your eye? <laughs> no. you go back 30 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that one. Spoiler alert. Eat. I don't know that oh, either. <laughs> Oops, All right, guys, I have one simple talking. rule. Just don't talk about past where I am in Naruto. It's not that hard. It's really <laughs> hard yeah, not to. What was that, Ledge? You've seen Donzo. No, I've read Donzo. Oh, okay. Seven years ago. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you for well, reminding no, me. Now more is flooding into my yeah. brain. <laughs> um, okay. I think that sort of hashes out that question. Yes, I think I think we all all have other ideas that we yeah. could go with with that one. For sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My topic is actually one that I just thought of a few moments ago, and it's set in it's a theoretical a what if situation set Great. in the My Hero Academia universe. 
um I sense a lot of enthusiasm from Sage. I'm sure <laughs> I actually, the, I, I'm the only one that came up with the verses, but can. Oh, we'll, well come up with I one before this. Came ends. up with this idea based off of something that Sage had said to me um, when he became familiar with the character Mirio, where he was saying basically mm. Mirio deserved to have one for all more huh. than yeah. Deku, right? Mirio, Which is, for those of you who aren't super remembrative, um, is Lemillion, the guy who can pass through things. Exactly. Um, so, Lemillion, right? And I was thinking, what about a theoretical world in which Deku never got one for all, Mirio did instead? And how do you guys think that that might have changed the plot or universe of My Hero Academia? Okay. Oh, wait, I've got a question. So, um, just because I don't, it's a little foggy for me. Why was the villain thing attacking Class 1 with motivation? Wait, what the first like at uh, USJ? USJ and the uh, in the woods as well. Um. So at first at USJ, it was this just because they this had seen on the schedule that All Might was supposed to be teaching that class. They were trying to attack All Might. It wasn't specifically that class. Okay. At the training camp, it was because they had been defeated attacking that class, and Shigaraki now has a grudge against them. Makes sense. Okay, here's how it would be differently, and it's actually not great. For <laughs> oh. well, here's the thing. First off, Deku never joins. Some other kid, obviously not as strong as him, would be in the class if they were picking like a certain number. I don't remember. But in both of those attacks, not the first one a little bit, like he made an impact in the first one, but specifically at the camp, you know, he saved the kid. He took down Muscular, who was going to go to the camp and do much worse than he was going to do. So we're talking probably casualties on Class 1A because, you know, All Might was not there. And although Mirio is in Class 3, so he wouldn't have been there. Right. Um, that's the downside. I think a lot of it would be upside just for me personally because we're talking somebody stronger than All Might very quickly. Like, like obviously, right now he wouldn't be, but, you know, at that point, once you have All for One and Mirio's abilities, it's just... You mean One for, for All? all. One for all. <laughs> yeah, no, all for one. All for one. No! <laughs> it just takes no, everyone else's. Once you have those, it's kind of ridiculous with the, Mirio's abilities. Here's a question. Does, uh, do people die in the entrance, entrance exams for My Hero? Like, do they... Is that a possible thing? Technically, no. they're well, not technically, supposed no, to, but it can happen. Because he saved um, Aravity. Yes. But the question her. is, would she have died? I'm of the opinion kinda... that had no one saved her, that the zero pointer bot was being controlled and would have stopped before it actually crushed her. Yeah, because um, they're not yeah. trying to just kill people. I mean, that's way too—that's a building size cre- the robot. <laughs> so we're talking about like that would kill people. No, yeah, it would for sure. And it's an entrance exam. They don't even—they don't haven't even proven themselves yet. It could be someone who's not very skilled at all that's gonna get like squash or heavy. Uh, <laughs> Ledge, what's your input? Wait, on what? The, uh, <laughs> on what would happen? Back no, to what... the original topic. Back what to the original topic. If Mario had to the root topic. All for, one for all. Yeah. Uh, at what point would it have been given to him? Probably Ooh, before he started year before three. Before year three. Because yeah. he was already he was gonna, talking He was about... on his way to give it to him, right? Yes, I, he was well, really close to give it to him. he was supposed to interview him and decide oh. if he... Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Basically Spoilers. right then, though. 
for those who uh, haven't seen oh. this. <laughs> we'll, we'll put a disclaimer on all the universes yeah, we're yeah. talking That's about. Of how far ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not quite sure how it would pan out, but I do have something to talk about. It's like kind of on the. It's on the topic of Mirio. I I know why he's so optimistic. All right. So he can't turn tangible while occupying a wall, all right? But he right. can while he's occupying the same space as air. So every single time he does that, oxygen gets invested inside of his body oh. throughout. So it charges him up with positivity and <laughs> that type of thing. His, his brain is he's taking a little oxygen. bit high at all times. <laughs> In, inside he's of his body, so invested, like injected into his body. He's always he high on it. oxygen, ladies and gentlemen. That's why Mystery he's always so positive. That's why, that's why Sun Eater keeps calling him the sun. Like, <laughs> he's just full of energy. It's like a plant. <laughs> oh, boy. That's oh, great. I love it. I think he would rise to a very powerful state. It might be hard to write an interesting story with that, that type of power. I mean, imagine through. someone can pass through your punch and immediately strike you with the force of a skyscraper. Yeah. yeah. He I could also make have... only like his bone uh tangible, but it like a sharpened portion of it, so it just stabs uh... through people oh, when he Oh, we're talking about Kimmy Morrow <laughs> oh now. Great. <laughs> Chill, um, bro. But I have so... like a sort of sub question then. Um Coming from you, I'm I not surprised. Oh, okay. I don't necessarily <laughs> agree with Sage's take that Deku shouldn't have gotten one for all. I love Deku. Oh, no, no, no. I don't but say he shouldn't have. You did say that I, I a couple times you, in the past. You, you did say Lemillion I did say that right after seeing Lemillion's fight, and I hadn't seen Deku's fight after, which I I still personally like Lemillion's better. Um, but my actual... I'll give it back to you in a sec. My actual point was, like, either way was good. I think Lemillion at the time of him giving it to Deku was definitely more worthy. Deku has proved himself, though, so I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Um, I'll I mean, let like slide. Deku's we'll original quirk slide. of like that water style quirk where he like sprays water out of his eyes constantly. <laughs> it's not very useful. <laughs> <laughs> the worst version of water hose. <laughs> um No, but um That's my rough. question this is kind of like related to the initial if Deku never got one for all, right? So if for some reason, you know, circumstances were different, he He'd never been got a one really for all. sad person. Do we really believe that he would have given up on being a hero, however? No, but he probably would have gotten hurt or killed. I don't think he would have gotten into a school and he would have had a situation where he needed to act up and got killed. <laughs> I think at best, now this is my personal opinion here, Uh-oh. I think at best he would have gotten maybe into the general education course of UA. Um because you're not forbidden from going to UA without having a quirk, but I don't think he would have passed the entrance exam no, probably without not. one. I think best case scenario of that, and I'm t- I am talking the ideal version, if he didn't ever get a quirk, would be him, you know, picking up like martial arts, maybe some type of weapon, and becoming more vigilante than an actual hero. Well, he could actually he be a very him. helpful. Um, I don't even know if this is a title, but hero analyst. Because you saw how much he analyzes yeah. his enemy, so uh, quirk if, analysis. Yeah, so if he he could be very helpful in a hero agency in assessing an enemy's uh, threat. Yeah. But 
one thing that has always kind of, I guess, rubbed me the wrong way about the My Hero universe is the way that people assume if you don't have a quirk, you're completely powerless. But if you do have a quirk, you're automatically suited to be a hero if you want to be. I just want to like reiterate that at the beginning of the show, we see a kid whose quirk is that he can pop his eyeballs out. How on earth <laughs> would that help him be a hero? And if you want an example from actual pro heroes, Eraserhead is a good example. What his quirk does is it erases other quirk. It doesn't give him more strength. He essentially fights quirkless. And if he's going up against a mutation type person, he can't do anything for that. So he has learned, and this is kind of backstory to the canon, but he's learned using like, I think it was five years that he spent developing his own form of martial arts that involves his capture weapon. Jeez. So I'm just saying that like having a physical augmentation type quirk is not necessary to be a hero. So in the yeah. best case scenario, I can see I mean, Deku yeah, just look at um, successful that way. It's been a minute since I've seen the episodes. Night Eye, I think. Is that his name? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean look at look at his ability. Like he literally the only reason he's like able to go out mm -hmm. in the field is because he literally lifts heavy weights all the time. Those were so cool. <laughs> yeah, just that actually reminds me of something. When I first started watching My Hero, I hundred percent thought the story was going to be. I know I might be cutting off. I hundred percent thought the story was going to be him without a quirk being a hero. They were kind of setting up for that almost. It was weird because it was like, can he be a hero without a quirk? And not on that level. No. Cool. <laughs> oh. Well, no, but like. I thought it was he gonna through somehow like barely being able to fight, but like actually winning. That'd be a cool. A uh, I literally story. thought it was gonna be. I am glad it went the way it did because it's like it's so exciting. The top but, here literally gives you the quirks. Like oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you have to but work for it. On a darker side of that stage, what you just made me think of is like basically All Might's answer ultimately to him: Can I be a hero without a quirk? It didn't change. He just said, "You can be a hero because I'm giving you my quirk." Not you could be a hero without a quirk. Yeah, no, that's because so, I was a hero without a quirk. But uh, <laughs> at first, <laughs> fair enough, I guess. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a little bit. It makes you wonder about the underlying issues in their society that they're so obsessed with quirks and they think you need one to do anything. There are guns. I mean, look at that gas guy when he attacked the yeah. camp. So there you go. That's very powerful. I think I think of all the ways to accept heroes into a society, though, I think that the My Hero Academia is one of the best ones. Because you see in so many different mm -hmm. um, universes, whether it's Marvel or other things, where they try to make them their weapons or they shun them or everything like that, and it just leads to more and more problems. Yeah. And yeah. there's always that underlying thing that they try to bring up, like, oh, villains didn't show up until you did. Like, yeah, that's called writing a plot. But <laughs> <laughs> you still need heroes to beat the villains, and if you work Look, with them, it's a lot better. But My hero we'll specifically slide. says that the villains arose first, too, and that that's why heroes started. Interesting. Like that people were taking advantage of the powers they had to commit crimes, which is probably realistic. I think if Very everybody much, in the yeah. world gained a superpower today probably at least 70% of people, and I'm being generous here, probably at least 70% of people would use it to their advantage with very little like moral quandary about it. I mean, have you guys ever seen the movie Jumper with uh, Hayden Christensen? Yeah. The guy who played I Anakin? I that movie. Like, that's teleportation. And almost, what's more portal than teleportation? But 
I would do if the people, exact same yeah, thing. If people he did. got teleportation, <laughs> I guarantee it would happen so quick. They would go into banks, take money, and then leave. Would definitely rob banks. <laughs> well, okay, so I know that's terrible. Um, but in like... the future, any police that are listening to this, it was steal. <laughs> NSA was definitely me. Her name is literally Steel. <laughs> oh, no. Not spelled she the same have way. A last just name. connect if you the look dots. Like, just Google Steel like, in the birth certificates. And hers is the first thing and the only thing. Middle name is in parentheses robbery. <laughs> just call her Rob. No. All right, fine. We'll call you Barry. That's better. Rob isn't even a good name for a dude. Come on. Is Barry? Robbery. The only reason Barry, Barry sounds is good better. is because it's Barry White. And Barry Allen. I knew you were Barry. And there's a lot of puns you can make about the name Barry. I like it. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> All right, let's. I have. Uh, I have one half of another verses. Okay. While I'm explaining it, someone think of the other half. Um, so apparently, I am the only Halo fan here, which crushes me. Um, but Master Chief versus someone, and to give both Sage Ledge and Steel and you guys a hint of what Master Chief is. He is a super soldier from the Halo universe, um, set in the future. He has been chemically augmented so that his physical body is, I mean, if you think Captain America, but like stronger and faster, and his reflexes are about 10 times faster as well. That's literally what he is. And then um, on top of that, he has a suit of armor, ironically called Mjolnir, which is, you know, the name of Thor's hammer, but it's called Mjolnir armor, which I will not say that name again. Um, (laughs) And it enhances both the strength and the um, and the reflexes in the books basically, that he tried to like, they put him in the suit of armor and he tried to snap a salute and his hand like rocketed into his helmet and almost gave him a concussion because of how fast the suit reacted to his reflexes. Um, they can run super fast. That the it has armor for kinetic weapons and it also has shields and plasma ablating on the armor for energy weapons of that type. So if whoever he goes against it, they fight with like lightning for instance he has shields against that um he typically has an assault rifle uh and then a plethora of other weapons if you want to give it to him but we'll go with the assault rifle and the pistol that fires a really big round so i already have an idea of who we could have in verse Um, don't say one punch man okay I wasn't gonna, I don't think we should verse i was thinking of the character from one punch man actually moomin rider Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got it. Sakura. <laughs> so she would lose, obviously. Because a, a bullet would dies. go through her and she'd die. All right. We solved that one pretty quick. Well, she's a, um, she's a healer. <laughs> when a bullet goes through your head, Ledge, you don't have time to react. She could be using... Oh, never mind. No. You haven't... No, okay. don't say anything. Listen, you can't How about keep bringing two up Sakura then. Spaced out at two seconds. <laughs> How about... A hundred and one. That's, That's all I'll say. <laughs> all right. Um, I've got one if you don't. Well, who, uh, I said Darth Vader. We're just going to roll Darth Vader's uh, a decent one. What is, uh, Sage, what's yours? I, I feel like on that it's a little bit easily given to Darth Vader. No, it's not. Hold him, hold him with the force, but he has bullets. Lightsabers don't deflect bullets. They cut them in half. I mean, can you really aim a gun while being held by the force? Master Chief could. If you're being really if you're fast. being held by the force, that's the thing. And also, if you think about it, how Darth Vader works is he crushes people's necks if he holds them with the force. Right. But Master Chief yeah. or John has extremely dense musculature and bones. Their bones are also extremely strong, as well as okay. the other parts of the body. So it would actually be quite difficult to kill him, depending on how Darth Vader right. you know force holds him. However you want to say we that. We can run but with that then. What was well, what was your idea? 
Uh, we can run with that. We don't have to, because I want to say the one other one I wouldn't do. I'll do for something else. Okay. So Master Chief versus Darth Vader. Um, can the lightsaber cut through him? Can the lightsaber cut through him? Uh, energy swords slowly after one hit in the games, and I think in the um well, in the cutscenes they break through the shields in one hit, and then they can cut through him. So if Darth Vader hits him with a lightsaber once, I think it would break through his shields, and then the next swipe could cut through the armor. Okay. But you said he was really dense, so it would probably be a slower process of cutting the person. Through him. It's a slower it's a cut. He could stab it straight through. <laughs> but um it would be a slower cut, yes. Um so if his reflexes are that great, but also let's try to think here. I feel like the shields do regenerate. Okay. So the way I Given see time. this, and obviously I'm not super familiar with Master Chief, but I think it should be kind of reliant on if Master Chief gets the advantage faster than Darth Vader, because I, if Darth Vader can completely pin him down with the Force eventually, then at that point, there's not really much he could do against it. But if he were able to defeat him before that happened... He might be able to overpower the Force, you guys just explained. At if, least enough to If he wasn't being held in the air, yeah. He could probably overpower it to bring up the gun and aim, to be honest. he's. What was his weapons again? I was looking up something else. Uh, it's an assault rifle and a, a magnum, a handgun, but the magnum fires like pretty big rounds, and the assault rifle fires, fires pretty fast. Obviously, in the game, they're the basic guns, so they're pretty weak, but right. they're actually really strong. So could um, Darth Vader deflect the bullets? He could cut them in half. Um, I'm fairly... I mean, they're small enough, they just kind of like... Psh- off the lightsaber. Right? Yeah, yeah, if they're small enough, if they're about the same diameter um, as the lightsaber itself, he could theoretically completely vaporize them. But yeah. if you, I mean, if you cut them in half, their velocity isn't going to change to the side that much. They'll just continue more or less straight past the lightsaber and Good into point. whatever's behind it. Uh, I think he yeah. does have a certain level of armor on. Uh, and again, he's got mechanical limbs, so hitting those wouldn't do too much. But also. Um, I don't remember any instances of it happening because in the books there aren't that many times when characters use slug throwing weapons, is what they call them. It's just, you know, kinetic weapons. Usually they yeah. do like. Plasma I think they could stop them with the force, but it would be. Maybe. Imp- it had to be pretty impressive. Here's what I'm thinking the Something you don't see in Star Wars as much is the fire rate of an assault rifle at a lightsaber. It's always slower, so they can actually switch to each bullet. Whereas the fire rate of an assault rifle is too fast That's to switch true. in between shots. So if you can't hold them with the force, I don't think it could stop all of them with just the lightsaber. I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, because I mean, you'd have to really spray around the assault rifle to get the bullets to travel on different paths. If that makes yeah. sense. I mean, I can't say I mean, that they're I'm going to travel on slightly different way. paths anyway. Yeah, but I mean, slightly, yeah, but it only takes a small flick of the lightsaber to get it to completely different vectors. And again, it's he has the force, so he can it, it gives them the ability to tell where the bolt bolts or bullets are coming towards. But again, depending on the radius of the bullets, he may not be able to vaporize them entirely. He might be able to do that with a rifle, but I don't think he can with a magnum. Okay. I'll be honest. I'm pretty close to giving this one to Chief here. You think? Um. Yeah. Well, let's see. Like, okay, okay. So I gotta imagine we're in the tuning exams. They start forty feet from each other. Whatever. Darth Vader's not fast. That's a big problem. 
a yeah. big problem. So you're talking about the only range he has is technically throwing lightsaber, which I haven't seen him do, but I'm sure he can. He has uh, in um, the games. He has in the games, yes. yes. Um, so, and the force. So for range. Master Chief is all is faster than him. Yes, he can run. I mean, Darth Vader is not going to run. The other thing I was thinking about is it does take focus to hold on to something in the Force. So yeah. if he's able to distract him, if he holds him with the Force in the air and he's able to distract him with his weapons, he he's fast. He could get in close really quick. Yeah. I think you've convinced hmm. me. Yeah. I think it's the fire. For me, it's the fire rate of the assault rifle that really gets him. I even I, it does fire fast, yeah. To, to me, because you know assault rifles, and I don't know exactly what Halo is, you know, six hundred or to nine hundred RPM. That's a bunch of rounds. Yeah. And I don't remember the exact specs on it because in the game it's a little bit different than in uh, the books and everything. Because the books try to be a little more realistic about it. Um, yeah, because again, Darth Vader has the Force. So he can hold him, but he also can predict where he's coming from. I've never seen him use lightning uh, in any of the canon or legends. And he could right, hit him with the lightsaber, play, but... Let's play Darth Vader's biggest advantage. Let's say he just tries all of his might and immediately goes to choking uh, Master Chief. Right. What would happen? Master Chief would instantly go for one of his weapons to fire at Darth Vader. Okay. I mean, you think full force choke, which I don't know exactly how much how much strength would be on the choke, whether it's more than a person can actually put on it or not. Well, I guess he is real dense. Well, it can't be too much because when he chokes people, he doesn't instantly kill them. No. The thing is, like, I don't know if he does that. Oh, he's talking. I think it's my choice. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think it's my choice. <laughs> I think he's talking to them. <laughs> that brings back episode uh, four where he's like, I where is a- the princess? And he just chokes the guy and kills him and throws him to the side. Like, I could make a lot of jokes How is he supposed to answer about- you? About Darth Vader being obsessed with choking at this point. You guys are really giving me a lot of attention. I'd rather you not. I'm not going to. I just want you to imagine. (laughs) I don't want to imagine it. That's why I'm asking you not. You're so close to getting the circle back. (laughs) (laughs) Ledge, I haven't heard you speak. What's your opinion on this? Um, The only thing I know about them is what you've explained. So any opinions I have would just be questions and kind of a waste of time. Because I don't know anything more than you guys know. So, are, but you agreeing what we are saying? Yeah. Okay. You think Master Chief then? Yeah. That's a tough one. Okay. So, because of Master Chief's density, he could resist the choke and or force hold enough to aim the assault rifle to fire enough rounds to overwhelm Darth Vader. I would think so. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. That's the situation then. Yeah, the only, the only question is, is he fast enough? Well... The, uh, sorry, the question is, is he fast enough? Would Darth Vader go for that instantaneously, or how would that work? So Darth Vader's pretty relentless, and also at is. that range, he's not going to try to walk up to him when he has a gun. Well, although, I mean, he could, if he thinks he can deflect him. But and although he's not as strong in the Force as Anakin was before he became Darth Vader, because he has less human in him, now he's more robot, yeah. um, he still is pretty formidable. But I don't... Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he'd be able to crush his neck that quickly. I don't think so. Yeah, and what sucks is like the lightsaber is not even a factor because well, the other he thing just is, doesn't have the speed to get into him. He wouldn't know how absolutely dense Master Chief is, so he wouldn't put all of that strength into it at first. Mm, good point. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> Master point. Chief immediately just ruthlessly, ruthlessly, kind of similar to Darth Vader, just tries Riddle to take down anything bullets. in his way. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he would riddle him with bolts, charge him, take the lightsaber. Yeah. I don't know. As much as I like Star Wars and yes. Darth Vader, Master that Chief was is... hard for Kyron to say because he loves Darth Vader. Yeah. So. <laughs> Master Chief is pretty beefy, so I think he'd probably win. It's weird. I mean, it's weird because <laughs> your first thought is who would win. Being it's Darth Vader, you know, Master Chief has kind of always been not weak. I don't know enough about him, so it's just Master Chief. But you yeah. know, when you lay it out like this, then it's like, oh shoot. Uh, here's an example. Master Chief fell from orbit in his, I mean, well, low orbit in his suit. His suit locked up and hit the ground, and he was fine. Okay. Yes. <laughs> just, did he take a little nap or not even? <laughs> he did. Well, I think he, he took a little nap. Took a quick. He, all right, so it's it, it's in Halo 3. You look up into the sky as a Marine, and there's like this shooting star in the sky. It's obviously a ship crashing, and then you see this little thing shoot off of it and like make an explosion on the ground, <laughs> and, and you walk Master over there, Chief. and it's just Master Chief sitting there kind of like posed, frozen in the armor, and they tap it like, what the heck? Where is he? pull out the AI chip and it's empty like hey you still alive and then it unfreezes and he's like yeah I'm good <laughs> yeah We're so good I think strategy. I think we can probably vote <laughs> on this one then what did you say Sage uh, it's a legitimate strategy <laughs> I just saw that in a meme video the other day it was so funny <laughs> camping oh no <laughs> okay, okay. it was like from Red vs. Blue which I haven't seen <laughs> oh okay uh, yeah. Red vs. Blue is pretty good a lot of language but yeah so uh, I vote Master Chief. Um, uh, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. Changing your mind now? Um, well, let's say maximum Darth Master. Vader. Okay, he holds him up. Those is like saber at him, and you said you guys said it wouldn't cut through. No, at the um, first hit. The first time. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know if he could hold multiple bullets with the force because I know Kylo Ren did hold one ray bullet or laser bullet, laser, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. which was never explained or revisited. Yes, and then he walked away without even using any effort, and still sat there for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> and then he did uh, it just, just to believe deal. that. It okay, means so that he's I'm gonna go with Master Chief. Ninety-five percent of the time, I think there's a small chance Darth Vader could win with, you know, force usage. I think if it was closer quarters, it. I think uh, Darth Vader could win. Yeah, because of the lightsaber ledge. Uh, Master Chief. Okay. So that wraps up that one. Yeah, I think we pretty pretty much in agreement. Um. Uh, On that note, we'll probably wrap up today's podcast. So uh, thank you everyone for watching if you do. Uh, Give us a like, hit that subscribe button, but don't actually, you don't have to. I hate it when YouTubers are like, hey, (laughs) Only like ten percent of Do my this. viewers are subscribed, so uh, <laughs> just hit that subscribe. Yeah. It doesn't cost anything; it's free. Like I don't care. I'm here when to create cool like, stuff. They're like subscribe and hit the bell, and I'm like, you're so greedy. Like, I don't no want to hear like, No one turns on. No one ever turns on notifications. Like subscribe they just the scroll through YouTube. Special and for me to hit the bell. Like also, you can join my Patreon page. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh! Join my Patreon. Shadow Legends. The only thing I will ask. Subscribe to my Twitch. The only thing I will ask, I know this is like our first video, so I don't expect a lot of views or anything, but if you do view this and listen through all the way to here, leave us a comment for something you'd like a different arena or like a versus you'd like to see or a question you'd like answered and stuff like that for us to discuss. And we'll gladly go through that. But um, thanks, guys. Peace.